Technically, it's three camps. We have three different encampments. Camp Brookwoods. Brookwoods. Camp Deer Run. Camp Deer Run. River Outpost. Three camps. Moreau and Brookwoods. Deer Run. River Outpost. The Three Camps Podcast. With your hosts, John Cooper and Seth Coates. Three camps. Hello again, and welcome to the Three Camps Podcast. This is our 17th episode. I'm one of your hosts, John Cooper. With me in studio, our other host, Seth Coates. Hey, hey, hey. Seth, it's been a while. Uh, glad to be back in studio with you. And, you know, I think we could just say this. Obviously, uh, there's been too long, I think, but our lives are crazy, and we have... Uh, some ideas as to how we can get back and do more of these. It's been fun doing them. And we've been hearing from people who like them, obviously editing and all that stuff is jobs that we don't really have, but, uh, totally. And, and it's not to say that we haven't wanted to do this before now. It's just yeah. getting in the same room with each other yeah. is hard. Yeah. You've been back for a little while. Glad to have you back in the uh, New Hampshire side of things. Thank you. And yeah, so we had a, we're not going to probably do a full on recap of camp today, but we've had a long summer and a long conference season, uh, some fun stuff going on. But um, I don't know. I was thinking about this idea as you were describing something that you had been thinking about. And it made me think about a talk I had given. Okay, let me just ask you this. Do you know the song? I think it's called Walk on the Ocean by towed the wet sprocket yes roll back to the 90s i don't think we're dating ourselves at all when we bring up songs <laughs> from the 90s but uh we spotted the ocean the head of the trail where i was going so far away you know the thing that was funny about that was that when i was in college i did young life and uh, you know, I remember we all kind of thought that was hilarious because it was a song basically about these guys going to summer camp. Right. And, you know, I don't remember all the lyrics and it's probably not even worth digging it up. But essentially it's like, you know, I think they make plans to see each other. They have these promises that they're going to do this and that. And, you know, I think that that's probably very common in summer camps. I remember mine. Yeah. You probably too. Yeah. Where you make these friends that you're like, this has been incredible. We're just never going to stop being best friends. And then you go home. Right. Yeah. And then maybe maybe you interact with them a little. Yeah. I remember from my camp time, there was, eventually I met a guy that lived like 30 minutes away. And huh. we would get together like twice a year. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty and that cool. that was really cool. Yeah. But I think that's kind of rare that you meet someone that lives in that kind of proximity. All right. Since This is hilarious. Since we're doing this real dating ourselves, <laughs> this is some real timely stuff. I remember hanging out with a kid all week and we were both from New Jersey, but it wasn't like, I mean, we didn't know enough to know where each other was, you sure. know? And we went home and like a month later, later I saw him like in my Blockbuster video store no way. on like a Sunday night. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, this is where I live. And it's funny to think that we had gotten close, but hadn't really talked about anything like that. Yeah. And then I never saw him again after right. the Blockbuster. But uh, yeah. So, but then the other thing is, I guess the, the right way this works or the best version I've told this in the pod before, but I remember in 2019, my first year meeting with a bunch of LDPs up at our house and these girls saying we've known each other for 10 years. Right. And we just make it a point to see each other and be with each other for a month every year. And then I think they do do off, off the camp, you know, kind of get togethers, but pretty cool that that works the way yeah. it does. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, so I was thinking about this. I was talking to the boys Friday night. I was asked to go speak at a campfire. And I remember thinking, like, these guys are coming off of what would be a pretty mountaintop month. You yeah. Know? And the uh, the idea there that when life kind of comes back into focus and you start to have to do the things like homework and get on the bus and go to practices and all this stuff, like, you could probably start to go and forget what you had learned or what you had kind of discovered at camp. And also you could sit there and go, that was a kind of a fake thing in a sense. Like it was emotionally high, right? you know, and this is, this is real life and real life can be kind of a trudge, you know, whereas that was like amazing and sprinting through the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it can roll into like nostalgia and not have a, there's potential for it to have like big impact on, you know, air quotes, normal life. Yeah. And then there's potential for it to have none. Right. And if I'm just getting like real with you, it's funny how that works in our personal lives because sometimes things like community and things like being a part of a body of Christ or whatever uh, changes the day to day, even on that level where you can go like, if you, if you haven't, let's say been in a real conversation about your faith in over a month, that affects you. You know, you sure. can have those kind of things play one way or the other, good yeah. for the good or for the sort of more stagnant and more stale. And I'm just going to let some of the audience in on this. But um, when really when the pandemic kind of started and everyone was keeping distanced and staying home, Seth, uh, very wisely, I thought, had just started putting up some meaningful um, you know, scriptures and ideas through Instagram. And people that weren't even really necessarily MRO crowd but we're following you. We're saying some of that stuff is really grounding in that moment. They were really happy about just these simple posts, you know? Yeah. Um, and when you showed me some of the feedback you were getting, it made me, and I think you especially had driven this, that the, the podcast is also that, you know, we could also send out something into the world that says like, you know, don't forget the things you've learned even here at camp, you know, and is there a grounding or an engagement that goes on just remembering when, you know, part of your, daily meal you is like i don't i don't have time to remember or i don't have the space in my head to really put myself back there or whatever it is you know yeah totally it's like a time that's like a timeless thing right you can look back even in um first and second timothy right you can read this in the bible where paul is reminding timothy to remember the things that he's learned and the faith that he's grown up in um so it's timeless beyond pandemic beyond like the today uh, we need to remember where we come from and the things that we've learned and like have those in our daily life and then move forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, right now I'm just going to do this more. I'm letting people into my, the seams of my personal life, but I'm reading, we're going through Narnia with my daughter and we're into the silver chair. And I don't know if you remember the silver chair, or you can recall it, but in the beginning they're given these signs and the whole point of the whole story is they have to remember the signs, right? And so the whole thing is like in all the book, they're kind of getting thrown into all these different things. And the remembering of the signs gets less and less a part of their day to day. And then more than that, the remembering gets foggy and hazy. And so then like by the end of it, they're trying to remember the thing that they were so bent on remembering. And it's just like life happens and all these things. Anyway, uh, it's a great illustration for our lives and thinking about the things that's like Deuteronomy six, or as you said, first Timothy and, remembering uh, the things that were imprinted on us. Mm -hmm. All right, so you had an idea. I have an idea. And we're going to 
We're going to try out something that maybe feel just a little different than what we've done here before. I love it. Okay, great. Hey, everyone. If you've been listening to the podcast, you may have heard a recurring theme that camp is a place to reorient or recalibrate. And Seth has actually taken kind of an interesting path in illustrating that point. It's something that we're trying out and we may use again if it works. For now, I'll say thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Episode 17, baby. Let's get into it. I do this thing at MRO, and I thought we'd try out something like it here on the Three Camps podcast. Let me give you just a little backstory first. We do a daily staff meeting each morning at Moose Hall, 6.30 a.m. sharp to cover the details for the day. We have a devotional thought from a senior staff member, and we do some full team problem solving, anything that needs to happen. All this in about 20 minutes, and then I end with a final thought. My first summer as director, we had something happen on day one of second session that I needed to address with the whole staff. Basically, I needed them to remember where we were at in that session and how it related to the full summer and how that related to the specific day. It was a first Tuesday. And I got this idea to wrap up our meeting with a statement that went something like this. It's first Tuesday. It's just first Tuesday. And then I went on uh, and ranted for a little bit. Um, And what I was trying to do is focus us on getting back into the mindset of day two. Because for most of the kids at camp that day, it was day two. The staff were on day 30. But we needed to remember to function like day two. Turns out it was effective, maybe even motivational. And so I did it again the next day and then the next day and for the rest of the summer. And I've actually done it every staff meeting since. So we're going to try it out here. Once a month, you'll hear me on the three camps podcast, share a few thoughts on where we are at in the calendar year and maybe where we're at in relation to this past summer or next summer. And I'll probably tie in a quick thought from my personal Bible reading or something that I'm learning in my faith journey as I become more like Christ. My hope is that it will give us all some perspective outside of the day that we find ourselves traveling through and that it might be, just maybe, a little motivational in our faith journeys where we learn and grow as we seek to become more like Christ. So here we go. It's early November. And while a lot of you returned home from camp a while ago, I basically just got back. Kathy and I consider the end of the MRO season in our family to be when the leaves are done falling and I have returned from camp cleaning up all that. This is the time of year where I settle back into our family routines adjust to air quotes here normal life 
if you were at camp this summer as a camper or a staff member, you did this shift in your life a while ago, maybe even months ago. This fall, I find myself thinking a lot about camp takeaways, wondering if the intended impact of camp is happening in our staff and campers' lives. I often end a camp session during our candlelight ceremony talking about the things that we have done at camp and the importance of finding them back home. I always talk about the importance of finding Christian community to continue to grow in our faith. I talk about some of the spiritual disciplines that we've done at camp and how reading the Bible helps us grow. Time and prayer will draw us closer to God. And I find myself wondering if any of those things were latched onto by our people. I'm going to rabbit trail into my own life here for just a minute, but bear with me. I'll bring it back around. A little less than three years ago, we had a little boy. His name's Anders. Just before that, Kathy and I felt like we were in a pretty good rhythm of life when it comes to making time to read our Bibles. But having a surprise child jams up all kinds of life rhythms. Changes your sleep schedule. It changes your other children's lives. All the things. After Anders was born, I took the early morning shift so Kathy could get a couple hours of uninterrupted sleep. And our morning Bible time was shuffled into the whenever we can fit it in category. If you don't have children of your own, you'll have to take my word for this. But if you do, you already know that things don't go back to the way they were before. Family norms or schedules morph and change. The seasons of life that you're in goes away ones begin, but they never really go back to the way it was. This isn't bad, it's just a reality of life. So this fall, it's early November, and I just got back from camp a little under three weeks ago. Anders sleeps through the night now, for the most part, and he sleeps in, which is kind of nice, till about eight. And here's the new rhythm of life. We get up between six and 6.15, and I start to coffee because first, coffee. We pull out our Bibles and journals and we have a few minutes of quiet time with the Lord before our day launches into its craziness. And it's not the same as the old routine. And it might actually be better. It's something that we value as part of our daily schedule when we're at camp. And this morning routine, this time with the Lord, is something that we want to in our lives now and something that Kathy and I talked about getting back to this fall. And I find myself wondering when camp ended, what were you thinking about implementing in your life? For some of you, camp ending was a long time ago, maybe like years. Can you think back to those days? For some of you, it was only a few months ago. Can you think back to the end of summer camp experience can you identify some things that you did or things that you experienced at camp that you want in your daily life things that might help you grow as God's child to be clear I'm not talking about just reading your Bible and having a regular prayer time and checking that box as like the good Christian like here I did those things check them off the list I'm talking about something that the Lord lays on your heart as a part of him calling you to himself and the process of sanctification that we find ourselves in as Christians. You might want to spend some time thinking about this. It's November. The year 2022 has some time left in it. And 2023 is right around the corner. 
If you find the Lord laying something on your heart, pick a day and start. Allow me a short soapbox moment. If you say to yourself, oh, I'll do that someday, or I'll do that soon, I have news for you. Someday's not on the calendar. It actually never comes. Next Tuesday, that's a day on your calendar. Next month, that one exists too. Tomorrow, those days all exist. It's early November, and it's just November. There's still time left this year to find Christian community where you live or welcome a spiritual discipline into your lives that the Lord lays on your heart as he shapes you into his people. And pick a day on the calendar to start. Let's do that. The Three Camps Podcast has been produced by Seth Coates and myself. We thank you for listening to this, our 17th episode. And as we mentioned at the top of this, we hope to bring you new episodes. Some may sound a little different and hopefully have some new voices. We'd love to hear your voice. Feel free to reach out to us on our voicemail, 978-308-2679. Thank you for listening to this, our 17th episode. And as Seth was saying, we encourage you at the end of this calendar year to take time and reflect and think about the things that matter. Thanks again. So long.